How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran, and we got a preseason game tonight against the Atlanta Falcons. It seems like the Jets are taking a more cautious approach, sitting the majority of their veteran players. Uh, Joe Flacco, obviously not going to be starting. They need him healthy for the regular season as Zach Wilson continues his progress and recovery um, from the injury scare in his knee. But you know, it seems to be he'll be just fine. He'll he'll be back after a couple weeks. Um, but for the meantime, in the meantime, Joe Flacco will be getting the starts and most of the reps as the QB one. Um, with Mike White apparently right behind him. So this will be an interesting game to get a look at some of the depth on this roster. Of course, we have the 53-man roster cuts coming up very, very soon, and we want to see as much as we possibly can uh, about some of these these fringe guys. We're going to discuss a couple that we want to keep an eye on tonight. Uh, but Ryan, before we dive into these five individual players to keep an eye on, how do you do tonight, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. Definitely, like you said, I mean, a week from tomorrow, we're down to 53. So second preseason game, you know, spotlight for a lot of these guys playing on Monday night. You know, final game of week two of the preseason. It's a great opportunity. And obviously, like you said, the inclement weather really combined with what happened with Zach in the first preseason game. Obviously, Robert Sala, as I think most Jet fans anticipated, opted to, you know, play it safe and not put. You've seen Joe Flacco, Carl Lawson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. I'm sure most of the starters, you know, especially guys with, you know, a year of experience, at least under their belt, not going to go in this one. And to me, I like to, it's going to be fun to really watch a lot of these, you know, roster hopefuls, guys on the fringe, like you said, um, the bubble of this final 53, you know, really go out and prove themselves. I think in a lot of position groups, there's a, a lot of spots up for grabs, as there are with most NFL teams. I mean, the final couple of spots, every position, you know, I was going over it this morning. I mean, there's at least two or three guys fighting for, you know, a spot or two at each position. So definitely a lot to look forward to and, you know, excited to highlight a couple of players in particular here today. Yeah, and the first one we want to discuss is Lawrence Cager, who kind of is that receiving tight end. He's a big guy, um, you know, definitely a pretty interesting player here. He had a pretty good summer, has had a solid training camp, really making some waves. And this is an opportunity for him to really showcase his talents, right? Um, last week, he ended up with two receptions for 40 yards on two targets. He caught both of the passes up on his way, um, along of 29. Uh, so definitely got involved in the receiving game after the Zach Wilson injury. But, you know, Lawrence Cager can definitely be used as this maybe a jumbo slot type of guy. He's a transitioning from the wide receiver position, I believe. So, you know, you're looking at a guy who has very good capabilities in that facet, may not be the most uh, efficient blocker, uh, but definitely can offer you a pretty good outlet if in, in the receiving game and a nice little check down option um, if they want to go with that route. But Lawrence Cager, definitely someone making an impression early on on the offensive side. That You know, what are the chances you think he makes this roster? And what are you expecting to see from him tonight? It's a great question because I, personally, I think his chances of making the final 53 are just increasing by the day. I mean, it, it really started in the offseason program. You heard some good buzz and you obviously know a lot of his athletic traits, speed, natural receiving ability for a tight end was all going to be there. And I think, like you said, in that first preseason game, he was the leading receiver for the Jets. And I think you saw a lot of those attributes just in space, what this guy can do. You know, he's pretty fast and. Look, we all know Tyler Conklin, C.J. Uzama, Jeremy Rucker are three locks that you can really feel good about for this revamp position. But I think somebody like Cager, another strong showing tonight, you know, he, I think he's made the most of his opportunities in camp. You know, he's really going to vie for a roster spot and, you know, put, you know, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala in a position to where they might have to keep a fourth tight end when all is said and done. Yeah, which would be very interesting because you do have a really strong tight end group with Jeremy Rucker, Tyler Conklin, and um... – uh, and uh, CJ Uzoma. CJ Uzoma. Yeah. So you have some pretty good players there. And then like, behind him, you know, another player that I really want to keep an eye on, and he's been making waves this summer is Zonovan Knight, you know, running back UDFA uh, last year at UNC. 
Um, looks really, really good. He uh, went 140 carries for 753 yards and three touchdowns. Also had 21 catches for 156 yards uh, receiving, rather, uh, North Carolina State. Apologies about that. And 5'11", 209 pounds, 5.5 carries, uh, yards per carry. Definitely has some pretty solid um, you know, value to this team. You know, the, the Jets have a lot of uh, running backs in terms of Brees Hall. You got Michael Carter, Michael Perrine, and I don't think he's probably going to make this roster. Um, but, you know, this is a, a guy who probably pushes that last spot. Maybe he gets on there. You know, got Tevin Coleman too. Maybe he's the fourth running back. Um, finished with six carries and 13 yards last week. So nothing crazy, but did have the only touchdown out of the running back. So that is something to note as well. When you're looking at Zonovan Knight, the summer that he's had, he's had some really nice runs, exposing gaps, taking advantage when he when his name's been called. Um, this is a guy who's making a, a strong push, and I think that you know he would probably be a decent backup as that RB four. Um, what are your thoughts on him? For sure, I think the top two here that we mentioned are two players in particular. Jeff fans really want to see you know with Cager and Zonovan Knight, you know another undrafted free agent who was a bit of a surprise, you know, and it was nice when the Jets were able to sign him and. I think early on, you've seen just a lot of the attributes needed in a Michael Four running scheme, vision, patience, one cut ability, and just the ability to accelerate when you do plant your foot in the ground and cut. And I think Zahnman has a lot of those traits, you know, the top of the running back position, obviously we know with Brees Hall, Michael Carter, and I think Tevin Coleman's really locked in as that third guy. You know, if they keep a fourth guy, I think Knight has a very good opportunity. You know, I think it's really him and Ty Johnson in that competition there. So definitely something worth keeping an eye on in tonight's game. I think with Knight, as well, some of the receiving ability, you know, I think we've seen in some practices, you know, last week, especially, and, you know, he's got some home run hitting ability with the speed and can also contribute on special teams. So to me, he's definitely somebody on this offense worth keeping an eye on tonight. The special teams factor is a big one. I think that's the one that's going to really help him get onto the roster. Um, so hopefully, you know, he's able to extrapolate on those talents already. Now, the third guy we have in mind, Denzel Mims, you know, this is just the polarizing story of Denzel Mims could be put in a freaking Disney film one day. Uh, it's just you love him, you hate him. Every single moment is you're flip-flopping because you just don't know what this guy is giving you. One moment, he's making an unbelievable catch over a defensive back, and the next one, he's dropping three consecutive passes, and you're like, what? What is What? who is this guy? Like, I don't understand. He, he really confuses me. He's not consistent, um, but we know he has value, and he is a capable receiver when he's playing at the top of his game. Um, he's got to have a big one today. Like this is this is every single game for him is really important. He had two receptions for 25 yards last week on five targets. He had a couple drops. You know this has got to be a better game. If he if he shits the bed, sorry for my language. If he shits the bed, he's gone in my opinion. They're gonna probably try to find a way to get him off the roster because I don't think they can trust him. Jeff Smith seems to be locked in. Um, there have been guys that have performed a little bit better. Um, you know they got Rashard Davis, Calvin Jackson's been pushing pushing the folder. I don't know. This is this is going to be an interesting situation for Denzel Mims if he does not put together another good performance or at least a, a singular good performance. So, what are your thoughts on Denzel, his performance lately, and you know coming off a pretty terrible uh, performance last week in the first preseason game? For sure. I mean, you said it best, Alex. There's really no more polarizing player to I think the Jet fan base in general right now than Denzel Mims. People really feel strongly about it one way or another. And truthfully, I get it from both ends. You know, Mims, like you said, the physical and athletic attributes are undoubtedly there for this guy. And if he can put it all together, he can really be efficient for this offense. But, you know, it's just, it, it's the drops, you know, hasn't always even been working with the twos in practice. So I think this is a huge night for him. You know, you're not going to see Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, probably minimal reps for guys like Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Jeff Smith, if they even play at all. So Mims is going to have opportunities. You know, you just want to see him, Alignment assignment, pre-snap, you know, no 
penalties, mistakes, mental errors. And, you know, he's, he's made some good catches in practice, which is really what you want to see translate to these games. You know, he's got some jump ball ability with the size. He's got big play threat ability with the speed. You know, I'm hoping Mims puts it together tonight and really can prove himself in a good way. Well, we know he's got to do it. And then the next guy we have in mind, defensive end, uh, edge rusher, Javari Zuniga. He's had a pretty good summer as well. Um, you know, young, was he a practice squad player last year? So you're yeah. looking at a guy who needs to make that step. He needs to take that step forward. Now you've got Jermaine Johnson in the mix, Bryce Huff, of course, Carl Lawson coming back. There's a lot of competition. Uh, but Zuniga has had his name called a couple times and made some big impact plays. Um, last week, he had six tackles. He had a sack, a tackle for a loss, and two QB hits. He was absolutely relentless. At this point, I think he's a lock to make the roster if he has another pretty solid performance like this. Um, you know, what are your expectations for Jabari Zuniga and the impact he can make as as a third year player here? I believe, yes, third round player, uh, third round pick in 2020, and you said it. He was obviously on the practice squad last year, and even with the depth that's been added, I mean, they they accumulated so much edge talent this offseason. and. Zuniga, surprisingly out of nowhere, has just proven himself. And I agree with you. I think he is, as of right now, on the final 53, you know, a guy with some versatility. He was always a bit raw, you know, as a prospect that needed time to really season and develop as a player. And, you know, you're really seeing him this summer come into his own. He's been active in practices. Obviously, like you said, had a sack in the preseason game last week. And him and I think this final player we're going to mention here, you know, are two guys really, you know, boosting their stock by the day. Yeah, definitely. There's some guys on these lists. And then Tanzel Smart, defensive tackle, another guy who's made a pretty solid impact last week against the Eagles. Um, he finished with six tackles as well with two tackles for a loss, two sacks, and three quarterback hits. So these young guys, they're coming in and making an impact. And I'll tell you what, some cool names to go with it. Javari Zuniga and Tanzel Smart, I just want them to succeed because they're cool-ass names. But, you know, impact players on the defensive side. This is what the Jets are kind of building around right now. That uh, Robert Sala defense, you know, what he did with the 49ers, aggressive attack mode, um, stopping the run. You're going to see that in this team this year. Like that, they they made improvements to help that interior. Tanzel Smart has uh, not just a good uh, run blocking streak, but he can also rush the passer as we saw last week. So that's a really good sign from a defensive tackle and Zuniga, young guy, um, and making an impact here coming off the practice squad. So they're elevating their game. You're seeing players elevate their game for Robert Sala in this in this coaching staff, which is exactly what we've been waiting for. Um, so I'm pretty excited about Tanzel Smart as well. What are your thoughts on him? For sure. I think, you know, can the, you know, preseason dominance of Tanzel Smart continue tonight? I mean, last summer, you know, earned a spot on the practice squad and really could have been on the final 53, you know, in 2021 with the strong showing he had in the preseason and it picked up right where he left off last week. I mean, with two sacks, was very active up front. And I, I think, you know, similar to Zuniga right now, I, I would say Smart is the 50 tackle on this roster, you know, if final cutdowns were made today and, if he can go out there tonight and continue to excel like he has in the preseason and, you know, all the recent preseason games, games the Jets have played, you know, I think smart is definitely someone worth keeping a close eye on in this game. And another guy who's likely going to get a lot of playing time, you're probably not going to see Quentin Williams. I mean, he, he had a rest day and Saturday morning's practice, you know, John Franklin Myers, another guy that he's, who's gotten vet days, didn't play in the first preseason game, you know, Sheldon Rankins didn't practice one of the days this week. So you're going to see a lot of Tanzel smart. He's obviously competing with Nathan Shepard, Jonathan Marshall, second-year player with a ton of athletic upside. So, you know, the D-line position in general just has so much depth, and it's going to be fun to see these guys compete tonight. It absolutely is. We're going to get a good indication of some of these reserve spots, these backups, um, who's really pushing to make this roster. Zuniga, Smart, 
Uh, Zonovan Knight and Lawrence Cager definitely have the upper hand. Denzel Mims, I'd say, still has it, but he needs to put together another good performance. He needs to get shake off the rust from last week against the Eagles and and show that he can do it. And this is going to be important because, like like you said earlier, a lot of the veterans are not playing today. So Mims is going to get a lot of snaps. He's going to have a lot of opportunities. Um, he's got to take advantage of them. And and if he doesn't, then we're we're looking at a really interesting situation coming up in the fifty three man roster cutdown. Uh, but guys, I'd love to hear like, your perspectives and narratives below. Um, in the YouTube comments, any players that you specifically are looking out for, any of the guys that we listed that you're really, really excited to watch, I'm always happy to hear your opinions as always. Make sure to like and subscribe. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Fireside Jets.